chapter number 5 and verse number 21. We see here now that there's another man that comes to Jesus. Now we look back just to what we looked at last week and we see that Jesus helped a man that was demon-possessed. And in Mark chapter 5, you'll find Jesus helping a man that's demon-possessed. You'll find Jesus helping a woman that has a disease. And you'll find Jesus helping a little girl that has died. I want to say today, he's faithful in helping those that are demon-possessed. He's faithful helping those that has diseases. He's faithful helping those that are dead. Now notice here today, I want to preach just on a few moments this morning. When no physician could, Jesus could. Now we draw our attention to Mark chapter number 5 and verse number 21. The Bible said, And Jesus passed over again by ship unto the other side, and much people gathered unto him, and he was nigh unto sea. In verse 22, the Bible said, Behold, there cometh one of the rulers of the synagogue Jairus by name. And when he saw him, he fell at his feet. Now notice here in the middle of Mark chapter 5, we see Jesus coming off of a ship. And now, not a man that has an unclean spirit is pursuing Christ, but there's a ruler, a, a man that is wealthy, a man that has high authority. Now he is pursuing after Christ. Now notice here, there's three things that we find here in this passage of Scripture. In Mark chapter number 5, we see three sorrowful individuals that are pursuing after Christ to find help. And here in this chapter, we see the sorrowful people coming to Christ to find help. Notice here, we see a man, this demon-possessed, how sorrowful he is. We see a man uh, of Jairus by name, a ruler of the synagogues. He's a man with a sorrowful spirit. And we find here a woman that has an issue of blood. She also has a sorrowful spirit. But notice here in our text uh, that Jairus comes to Jesus because of his little daughter has sick. 12 years old of age, and she's laying at the point of death. Notice what the Bible said in verse number 23, and besought him greatly, saying, My little daughter lieth at the point of death, and I pray thee, come and lay thy hand on her, that she may be healed, and she shall live. Now, we find certain things that's happened to this point in Mark chapter number 5. If you're here today and you're single, you're a single man, you're a single woman, I want to say God will meet every need that you have as he did to the man of the unclean spirit. But now we have another man that's coming unto Christ. He's a father. And we look deeper in chapter 5, we see that he's a husband. And he's, he's got a wife. Notice the position of the wife here at Mark chapter number 5. Notice here the man pursues after Christ to meet the needs of the home. Notice here his little daughter sick. His wife's by the bed of a daughter that's sick, about to die. And he pursues after Christ to find help for his family. Can I say, men, this morning that Christ is sufficient enough for your whole entire 
family. Notice here today, the little girl's about to die. She's not dead yet, but Jairus says she's at the point of death. Notice here, when Jesus went with him in verse 24, and much people followed him, the Bible says in Mark, and throned him. In other words, they was pressing up against him. You've ever walked in a crowded uh, crowd of people, maybe at a football game or a, a graduation and, or whatever it may be, and, and, and the people's just right beside you, you're brushing shoulders with the person beside you, you can barely walk because the people's such crowded. I want to say that's what we have here in Mark chapter 5, verse number 24. They throned him. They brushed up against him. They, they was crowding him. Not rudely. They weren't doing this to be rude. But they was just amazed at the man Jesus. For he done cast out a man that was demon possessed. He done did what no man can do. And now a ruler. But now a man with authority has pursued Christ and coming after Christ. Now notice here, they throned him. Many peoples around Christ. But notice here, the Bible said that he followed Jairus. He followed this man that was a ruler. He followed this man that had a need. Now I want to say this morning, little did Jairus know that Jesus was directing every step that Jairus made. For Jesus knew before he went to Jairus' house that he was going to have to help this woman with the issue of blood. Jesus knew before he met Jairus' needs that it was planned out that he was going to meet the needs of this woman which had the issue of blood. Now, we can look here today and we can say that Jairus may have thought that this woman hindered God's work at his house. But I want to say here, God, this woman did not hinder nothing. This woman was setting a plan of what God was going to do in the life of her and in the life of Jairus. Now notice here today, if, J if Jesus would have went directly to Jairus' house and healed that daughter, he wouldn't have worshipped him and praised him as much as he did. He wouldn't have saw the, the mighty of God. He wouldn't have seen the full power of God. Now, I want to say this today. Maybe Jairus thought Jesus should have been there sooner. Maybe Jairus thought something hindered Jesus. But I want to say Jesus was working right on time. Jesus knew that that little girl was going to die and he was going to raise her from the dead. And Jairus was going to see the power of God. And not only that, but the people was going to see the power of God. I want to say, church, today Jesus works on his time schedule and not on ours. And he'll do things right on time to bring more glory and honor under his name. Now notice here, right in the midst, Jesus is following after Jairus. Jesus is going to meet Jairus' needs. The people's thronging him. You could just imagine in your mind, little kids is on their daddy's shoulders, just looking to see Jesus, just looking to see this man. That They've done everything they could to see him. They want to see his glory. They want to see his power. They want to see his miracles. They want to see his words. And now we find here in Mark chapter Number 5, verse number 21, the Bible said that there was a certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years. Now,
out, notice here, we find two different people. We find Jairus. He had a little 12-year-old girl. Jairus had 12 years of delight. Jairus had 12 years of happiness. But now we see a woman. She had 12 years of despair. She had 12 years of sorrow. She had 12 years of discomfort. She had 12 years of misery. And I want to say today, Jesus is going to meet every need that this woman had. Notice here in our text in verse number 25, I want to point out three things about this woman And before we get into the message today. Verse number 25, the Bible calls her, Mark says, a certain woman which had. Notice here how many times those were, that word had is in our text. She had an issue of blood. I want to say today, this woman that we're introduced to in Mark chapter 5, verse 25, we would say today that she had a serious issue. She had a serious issue about herself. I want to say this morning, if you're lost and undone, you've got a serious issue about yourself. Notice here, this woman, no man could help her. No physician could help her. Yeah, I'm going to say today, if you're lost without God, that serious issue is the same way. Nobody besides you can help you. Nobody behind you can help you. Nobody in front of you can help you. But it's got to be all God. Not only do we see that this woman had a serious issue. But notice what the Bible said in verse number 26. And she had suffered. Now we find a woman that had a serious issue. We find a woman that suffered. And church today, if there's anyone here that's lost, you've got a serious issue and you're suffering in your issue. This woman's suffering in her issue. Her issues brought much pain. Her issues cost her a high price. And that's how a sin issue is today. It'll suffer you. You'll suffer in sin. You'll be in pain in sin. And notice what the Bible said in verse 26. And when she had spent all, we find a woman today, church, that had an issue, a serious issue. We find a woman here in verse number 26, which had suffered, but not only that, she had spent, spent all she had rather worse. That's exactly how sin will do an individual this morning. They've got a serious issue. They've got a serious issue about them. Uh, that, that, that's issues making them suffer in sin. No man's comfortable in their sin. No man enjoys their sin. No man uh, uh, goes through sin and it does not cost him. This woman's issue, it, it's made her suffer. This woman's issue, it caused her. She spent all, Mark said, it brings our attention that she spent all that she had. And what's the Bible said? And, and it not got better, but rather grew worse. Notice here, that's how sin will do. You'll never get better in sin. Sin will never prosper you, but you'll only grow worse and worse and worse and worse in your sin. Your sin problem, your sin answer, it's not another sin, but it is the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. And I would say today, this woman's looking for help in all the wrong places. Notice here in our text what the Bible says in verse number 26. And when she had suffered many things, of many physicians, and had spent all that she had, and was nothing better. What's it say in verse 26? But rather, through worse. 
I want to preach just a few moments today. When no physician could, Jesus When there's no physician that can help your needs, notice here about this woman this morning, there's several things that we must look at in this woman's life that Mark points out to us, that Mark brings to our attention this morning. Notice in verse number 25, if we're going to look at this woman and we're going to look at what no physician could do, there's several things in this woman's life. There's several areas in this woman's life. There's four things in this woman's life that we must look at that she has dealt with and that she has had an issue with for 12 long, suffering, painful years of her life. Twelve years of her life had an issue. Twelve long years of her life pain every single day. And if we're going to look at this woman and we're going to see what no physician could do, but what Jesus could do, number one in verse 25, we must look at her disease. Notice what Mark brings to our attention. Here in verse 25. Now her name's not mentioned, but Mark tells us that it's a certain woman which had an issue of blood. Now get in your mind today, church, that what happened in the earlier verses that many people thronged him. They're brushing up against him. They that he can barely walk for the people that is crowded up against him. Now this morning. Just imagine the multitude of people that throne Christ. Jairus came to him publicly, but this woman come to him privately. She was embarrassed of her condition. And this morning, church sin will embarrass you. There's nobody here if you was to stand up and confess your sins would be happy about the sin that you've done. But 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 you'd be embarrassed of the sin that you've done just this week. Just just a few moments ago, just now as we're speaking, we'd all be embarrassed of our sin. And we'd want to come to Jesus privately. I'm thankful today I don't have to go to no, I don't have to go to no perverted pope, but I can go privately to the Lord Jesus Christ and I can talk to him. I don't have to pray to Mary, but I can pray to Jesus today. And he knows what I need before I ever bow my knee and pray. That's the God we serve. We serve Jesus Christ, Jehovah. We serve Jehovah Jireh. He'll provide every need of your life. You don't have to come to me. You don't have to go to anybody else. You can go straight to the Lord Jesus Christ. And this woman here is finding herself. She's done had dealings with the doctors. She's done had dealings with the physicians. But now she's going to find her way to somebody else that she knows that can help her. And notice here the Bible tells us in verse 25, her disease. Notice here she had an issue of blood. Notice there's three different things that we need to point out about her disease. She's been suffering for 12 long, painful, bloody years 
of her life. And notice here today that her disease was defiling. Now that word defiled means to make unclean, to render foul or dirty. This woman was dirty in the eyes of the individual. This woman was unclean. She was foul. She was defiling in the eyes of the people, in the eyes of the multitude. This woman here, she was nasty. She was unwanted and she was condemned. That's how the people looked at her. I want to say today, people don't look no different than me and you and we was lost and on our way to hell, we was nasty, we was unwanted, and we was condemned already by the people. But I'm thankful today when the people looked at this woman, and when the physicians looked at this woman, they saw a woman that was nasty, a woman that was defiling, a woman that was unwanted, a woman that was condemned. But however, when Jesus met this woman, when Jesus saw this woman, he had compassion on her, and he showed her comfort in her life and church today if you're saved by God's amazing grace that's what Jesus has done for you when everybody else looked down on you when everybody else didn't want you there was a savior in heaven that had compassion on you and that broke comfort under your life Notice here, her disease was defiling. Not only that, she had a disease and was suffering a disease that brought a disgrace unto her life. Moses spoke about the issue that she had in the book of Leviticus chapter number 15 and verse number 19. We see that this brought disgrace unto her. And can I say to you this morning, church, sin is defiling Sin is nasty. Sin is gory. Sin will cost you more than you want to pay. It will keep you longer than you want to stay. But I want to say not only is sin defiling, but sin will bring disgrace unto your life. We see everything in this woman's life. We see a disease. It was defiling. Man, she was nasty to the eyes of people. Man, nobody wanted to be with her. Her, her issue, her disease was defiling. Moses said in uh, 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 Leviticus 5, or 15 verse number 19 and if a woman have an issue and her issue in her flesh be blood she shall be put apart seven days and whosoever toucheth her shall be unclean until the evening verse number 20 and everything that she lieth upon in her separation shall be unclean everything also that she setteth upon shall be unclean 12 years of her life does she have to live in a disease that brought defiling unto her life 12 years does she have to live in a in a condition in a disease that brought disgrace into her life you say my I wouldn't want to live like that you're lost and undone. You've been living longer than 12 years in this sin. You've been living longer than 12 years in this disease. But you was born with that disease. You was shaped in iniquity and in sin that your mother conceived you. We was all born sinners. We was all born dead. And we needed a Savior to come by our way and to put life inside of us. This woman's had an issue for 12 years. But if you're lost and undone without Christ, if you're 10 years old, you've had this issue for 10 years. If you're 50 years old, you've had this issue for 50 years. I want to say you need to get saved by God's amazing grace. Her disease was defiling. Her disease was a disease that brought disgrace. But not only that, church, this morning her disease was destructive. It was eventually going to kill her. 
is eventually going to be the death of her. Is that not how sin is today? Sin's eventually going to be the death of all of us today. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. We've got something we're facing is death, but there's something you can receive today, and it is the gift of the Lord Jesus Christ that you can live for all of eternity. Notice here her her disease was destructive. She wasn't getting any better, but she was growing worse. She's already endured a miserable 12 years of her life. She's done spent 12 years going to doctor after doctor after doctor, doctor bill after doctor bill after doctor bill, digging in her pocket, and she's her bank's dwindling down lower and lower and lower, and her disease is destructive. Her disease here separated her from society, but it also separated her from the sanctuary of God undefiled. Nobody wanted to be with her. Nobody wanted to be around her. The doctors probably hated to see her come. It's her again. Is she not going to give up? We've done done all we could. We can't help her. Now we see her disease. But not only that, we must look at her doctors today. Notice what the Bible said in verse number 26. The Bible said, and had suffered many things of many physicians. Notice today we looked at her disease. If you had a disease like her, you'd go to a doctor too. If you had a disease like her, you'd try to find a physician too that would help you. Notice here, if a man's sick in sin, down deep inside he's looking for something. Down deep inside he's looking for something. He may be looking for the next booze. He may be looking for the next high, but I don't care what you say this morning. Every sinner that is lost and undone without Christ deep inside of their heart, they're looking for something to bring comfort unto them, and they'll never find comfort until they start pursuing after Christ, until they start running after Christ. Notice here today, we see this woman, she had many doctors. They could not diagnose her disease. They could not give her the right medicine that she needed. For these doctors, they knew the human body. They are doctors today. They know every part of the human body. They know what medicine to give you for what part of your body. We've got some smart doctors here in 2018, and I want to say they had some smart ones back then. But I want to say today, there's no doctor like the great physician that created the human body. He knows everything inside of you. He knows everything outside of you. He knows everything you're thinking. He knows everything you're going to do. And what this woman needs, she did not need many physicians, but she needed the great physician. She needed the doctor that made her. She needed the doctor that pulled her, pulled Adam's rib down and put it in her own self and made life into her. And that's what she needed today. And I want to say, if you're here lost today, you don't need to go to a doctor. You don't need to go to a psychiatrist. You need to pursue Jesus. You need to come after Jesus. Notice here today that they left her hopeless and helpless. They couldn't help her. Notice here, there's three other things that this doctor did. 
We could say they do the same thing to us today if they can't figure out what's wrong with us. Nothing's changed for a thousand years. They still do the same thing today. Now, I like doctors. We need doctors. But if you're not careful, they'll do the same thing they did to you. They left this woman broke every single day. They drained her financially. If you're not careful, they'll do the same thing. They left her burdened. There's no help. No help. Nothing we can do. I've heard of people going to the doctor that's had cancer. Only got a few months to live. Left them burdened. They left them broke. Not only that, they left them broke. Went to Has the knee problem. Still bleeding. Still has a disease that's defiling. She still has a disease that brings disgrace. She still has a disease that's destructive. I want to say you can go to every alcohol clinic you want to go to. You can go to every drug rehab you want to. You can go to every church you want to. And you can go to every preaching service you want to. But until the Holy Spirit of God begins to draw you and begins to prick your heart and begins to allow you to pursue after Him, you'll find yourself still broken, still burdened, and still bleeding in a thing called sin. Now this woman here, went to the doctor left her broke notice here we must look at her desolation as well notice what the Bible says verse 21 that word desolation means a state of complete emptiness notice what it says in verse 26 and she had spent all that she had nothing better but ravaged Now Luke tells us this in Luke chapter number nine, uh, 8, verse number 43. And a woman having an issue of blood 12 years, which had spent all her living. Mark tells us she spent all she had. Luke tells us she spent her whole living. Her whole 401k. Her whole saving account. They left her broken, left her burdened. Not only that, we must look at her depression as well. Surely, nature, we're living in a society where depression's real. Depression's a real thing. I want to say this: there's this woman in Mark, this person in Mark, chapter number five, that has problems with depression. I believe it. 12 years of long, sorrowful waiting. 12 years of doctor visits. 12 years of doctor bills. Spent her whole life earning doctors. Bible said she was nothing better, but rather grew worse. That a spot of giving up. Maybe at a spot of taking her own life. What's the use? Why keep going? There's nobody that's going to help me. There's nothing nobody can do. Why is there any reason to start thinking about that? Know that there was one that lived in the youth 
and died for you where you could have something to look forward to to live. Notice here, this woman here, she's ready to give up. Notice what the Bible says in verse number. We need to look at her doctrine. We need to look at her disease. We need to look at her desolation. We need to look at her depression. But church, today we must look at her deliverer. Her deliverer. Notice what the Bible says in verse 27. When she had heard of Jesus. Where did she hear of Jesus from? In the multitude of people. She was in the crowd of people. She was one of those people that thronged him. And how in the world did this woman here make her way to Jesus? Jairus could barely walk beside him. The people was all against him, uh, pushing up against him. How in the world did this woman make her way to Jesus? I want to say today when the Holy Spirit of God's drawing you, you'll make your way to Jesus and you'll seek help and you'll find help. This woman here, all the multitudes around him, but she heard of Jesus. Where did she hear about him? Where did she hear about him? It could have been when she heard about him, about what he'd done in the Galileans, how he met that man how that man pursued after Christ that had a, a, an issue of unclean spirit and this man said he wanted to be clean and Jesus touched him and demanded the demons to come out of him. She may have been in the crowd and heard Jairus, this ruler, say, will you come and lay your hand on my little daughter and, and I know she'll live. And notice here this woman, she's hearing all this and her mind began to start wondering, I didn't spend everything I had. I didn't spend my whole life earnings on physicians and doctors. I need to go to this man if he can cast the demons out when no man could. If he can meet the needs of this man of high authority. I know he can meet my needs. I'm just a poor woman that needs help and I need to find Jesus. And she begins to make her way to Jesus. And she begins to pursue after Jesus in her in her disease, in her, in her depression. She's making her way to Jesus. And when she heard of Jesus, are you thankful today that she heard of Jesus? Are you thankful today that you made your way to Jesus? I want to say today, if you pursue after Him, He'll pursue after you. If you come after Jesus, He'll come after you. Notice here this woman, she's making her way to Jesus. And she touched Him of His garment. Notice what the Bible said. She heard of Jesus and came to the press and touched His garment. For she said, if I may but touch His clothes, I shall be whole. Jairus wanted, to, Jairus wanted the hands of Jesus to touch his daughter. This woman said, all I got to do is touch his clothes. She said, there's enough power in his clothes. If I just touch his clothes, I know I'll be made whole. You better believe that's the same fact. The Bible said when Jesus died on Calvary's cross, they parted his garments and cast lots upon his vestures. And notice here, they cast lots upon something that was not worth cutting. And I want to say the soldier that got that garment, you better believe that he was clothed with the garments of salvation. I want to say today church that there's power in the clothes of Jesus. There's so much power in his clothes that he'll take them off of himself and he'll put them on you. He doesn't put clothes on this man with the unclean spirit. He doesn't clothed him. And now you know what he's going to do? He's going to take his clothes and he's going to clothe this woman. She's defiled in sin. She's defiled in a disease. You could just imagine not getting gory or nothing but how bloody her clothes are, how nasty her clothes are. Twelve years of a defiling disease. And she didn't have no money to buy a new wardrobe. She didn't have to have. Jesus was going to give her one. And she's making her way to Christ. 
When she heard of Jesus, she came in the press behind and touched his garments. How in the world did she ever make her way to Jesus? Crafty. Fooling her. Don't believe that. Yeah, you got saved by God's amazing grace. He was going to work on the inside that no man could do. He was drawing you. You know what he's doing? He's going to meet the needs of Cyrus, but yet he's drawing this woman. He's bringing this woman to himself. Bible said in verse number 30, and Jesus immediately, knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about the press and said, Who touched my disciples began to start wondering, Lord, there's multitudes of people around you. What are you talking about? You done lost your mind. You, you, you done lost your mind, Lord. What do you mean? Who touched me? Somebody needed help. Exactly where he was. Doing the drawing. Jesus was doing the work. Now he wanted to hear a confession of this woman. What Jesus had did inside of her life. Notice what the Bible said. The disciples in verse 31 seeth. Heard, uh, his disciples said unto him, Thou seest the multitude thronging thee, and sayest thou who touched me? And he looked around about to see her that had touched or had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. Now notice this. Been defiled by her disease. Had many doctors at the time. I want to say today, I don't know what you're going through. Going through something too. You may be going through something serious. Church is world upside down. You'll not find the true help that you're looking for until you start pursuing after Jesus. He'll meet every need of your life. He'll help you when nobody else can. He'll do things to you that no man can do. He'll do to you what no doctors can do. He is the true physician. And I want to say he'll do to you. He'll adopt you into the family of God. You know what he did to this woman? He healed her and he adopted 